This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome to the East Coast Offense Podcast. This is Chris Liss, Rotowire, talking to... Dalton Del Don of Yahoo Sports. And uh, first off, Dalton, I apologize. Uh, we're so late. It's actually Heather's fault. Um, I was set to defrost this soup stock that I had made over the last couple months. And I'd already taken it out of the freezer. And this is, you know, early in the afternoon. And then she told me um, she's going with Sasha to this Mexican taco place that's really good. And do I want the usual that she would bring for me? And I was like, oh, great. Sure. I'll just put the soup back in the fridge. So then, like an hour later, she texts me, she emails me, and she says, you still want the stuff? I'm like, yeah. And then she comes home, like an hour ago, maybe a little more, and says, oh, you're going to be really mad. It got too hectic, and I didn't get you the tacos. So the, so the other dinner wasn't ready, you're saying? So then I had to, like, defrost this soup, right, which took forever, and then cook it with, like, potatoes and carrots. I mean, it's, it's excellent, by the way. It's better. It's probably better than the tacos, although the tacos are quite good, too. Um, but that's why I needed the extra time. And then I did get here at eight twenty, like I said, but, um, there was a power outage last night. And so I forgot that my computer needed to be rebooted. And you know, when your like computer gets shut down due to a power outage, it's not like, it's not smooth, especially when it's a little bit old and has a lot of stuff on it. It takes a while. There's all the, you know, the Apple beach ball going, you know, for every single program is like taking five minutes to freaking open. So. Yeah, well, I'm almost certainly, I'm almost certainly not going to be able to put my daughter to bed now because of you. So, so thank you. Yeah, and you know it's like a cycle, right? Because she doesn't go to bed; she's irritable in the morning. She doesn't quite learn what she needs to in school, and it's like a cycle that will actually have us win, have me win the bet between Sasha and Chloe. <laughs> That's probably your 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 secret main motive. That tonight. is the real motive. Yeah. All right. Well, just out of the way, I just wanted to explain. Um, we did win in League of Leagues. I think that was good. It was a lot dicer than it should have been. We had a twelve point lead. With Calvin Johnson, it's non-PPR, going against Tim Hightower. And it was not uh, relaxing to watch that game. I, I was 
I was relegated to us losing by the fourth quarter. I thought we were, I mean, Hightower, if that one touchdown isn't overturned, I know things changed later, but we, we, we won by less than, fewer than six points. So, I mean, we really actually ended up catching a break, and I wasn't even sweating it all day. I mean, Calvin Johnson won target against the worst defense I can remember. Just, yeah, not good, but, but we, we pulled it off. Crazy. I have Calvin in two leagues, the Stopa Law Firm League and the League of Leagues. I'm in the finals in both. That's hard to do because not only was he, you know, mildly to mildly to moderately disappointing during the season, but in both playoff weeks, he yeah. laid that kind of an egg and I'm still alive. Yeah, that's that's it. Congratulations. That's pretty good. And you see that uh, cousin Sal, the guy who won uh, baseball and is currently lost. basketball, lost. So that was kind of huge for our overall, you know, three-sport league. We couldn't have him winning all three. And uh, we, so we're facing Brad Evans and, and Brandon Funston, my colleagues at Yahoo, who ha- who happen to own Odell. Oh, I mean, we have Eli Manning, which could be a problem, but right. they own ODP, which could be a bigger problem for them. So so we'll see. But I, I definitely I definitely want to win this. I mean, we traded for Lamar Miller. Oh. I mean, it's just that, that was but, my fault. I thought I looked at his matchups and I thought this he had San Diego and he has the Colts and I thought this is the guy to trade for. He yeah, I'll take it a step further, being, you being your fault. I even suggested at the last second have him throw in the Pats defense, and if I hadn't done that, we would have lost last week. Yes, good for you. It's the first good decision you've made all season. And I'm embarrassed that we're now in third place. I, Jonah was over here the other day. He was in L.A. He came by the house. And I just assumed – I don't have a link to the basketball, but I just assumed we were in second place behind Sal because that's what you've been saying. And yeah. Jonah informed me we're in third place behind him. And that, first of all, was embarrassing to me personally to have to be corrected like that when I was positive we were in second place. And second, it's just embarrassing generally that we're doing that poorly. And I, I want to know what's going on. Well, our second, you know, with three-sport league, our second-round pick hadn't played in the finals. You know, I just got him back this week. So that, uh, you're, you're breaking up on us, Dalton. You're breaking up. We've got Kyrie Irving back. No, but your your connection's breaking up. It's garbled. Dude, it's super garbled. It's not. You remember when it was garbled and we just left it. We did that whole one, and it was pretty bad. This is worse. I can't even hear you. Well, what are you going to do about it? Well, we're gonna, I guess we'll try to keep going for a minute or two, but we might have to. I mean, what's what's wrong with your connection, man? That's what I'm saying. I don't, there isn't anything wrong with it. I, I do it twice a week for Yahoo, and there's never a problem. I mean, it's seriously garbled. You know. Well, yeah. We want me to restart? I don't know. It sounds a little better right now. Maybe just the line got bad. Are you, are you wireless or are you plugged in? I am. Uh, right now, this is actually – I'm using a laptop that's wireless. Yeah, that's probably what the issue is. It come and go. Someone's like using, doing video. I bet your wife is like watching videos in the other room. That could be. That's what's happening. So is it better now, or what do you want to do? Do you want to? It's a little better now, but it's probably going to get messed up. Let's keep going for a little bit, and we'll leave this in because this is good. People like to hear about this kind of technical stuff. They like it. Yeah, I'm sure. It's a big thing for people. People can relate to this. This is like normal everyday life for most people. I, I got what I was saying is we, you know, it's a three sport league, and our second overall pick, you know, we could have baseball, football, or basketball, was Kyrie Irving, who hasn't played for us yet. I mean, he just came back. Yeah, but then we got Paul George in like the fifth round, who was basically should have been taken there. So we really only lost a fifth-round pick, really. Yeah, well, I'm just saying that, you know, getting Kyrie Irving back should definitely help us move up, move up. There. I mean, we have Paul George. We have James Harden. We'll, our team's pretty sick. I have a wide side. It should, it should be good. Hassan upside? Hassan, exactly, yes. 
That was, that was a good pick, too. He, he, he had a big night tonight. I, was, I had him in DFS, although I don't think I won tonight. All right, so, you know, we're, we're in position there. We just got to keep doing it. You know, we got to keep playing. I mean, Hayward, whatever. It was bad. I mean, you know, he's certainly a starter. <laughs> He'll be missed. But Yeah, Jason Hayward in, a, in an on-base percentage league, no yeah, doubt, as well. Not, but, you know, he had 13 homers last year, so it's not like he's... Also, like, 23 steals, but what... What decision we have this week is Todd Gurley versus Lamar Miller versus Kristen Michael. I mean, that's actually a legit Gurley, Gurley's automatic. I know it's a horrible matchup. I know Seattle's the best defense against the run in the league, but I just don't think you sit Gurley against any matchup. So it's, it's Miller and Kristen Michael, and right now I'm leaning Michael, but I want to hear more. You know, I want to read more on is Michael going to get the carries and, you know, is, what's, what's the excuse for not using Lamar Miller if there is one. The Dolphins I don't think can be trusted, though. I think if they had – if something like peak Earl Campbell signed with the Dolphins this week, I still wouldn't trust it. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, we do not have a very good good matchup. Eli without uh, Beckham. Oh no, no, we're not using Eli without Beckham. That's just we're not doing that. Okay, all right, we'll have to find someone yeah. then because we literally don't even have a backup. Um, Gurley against in Seattle. Uh, Julio Jones facing Josh Norman. Calvin, what's up with him? T.Y. Hilton, you know the quarterback situation. So I don't know. It's you know but they even lost Dan Beckham. Flint. That's huge. Losing Beckham is huge for them. That's true. That's true. They have a couple rough matchups too, but and then D'Angelo Williams, you know, at Baltimore isn't great either. But I really want to beat, you know, I especially want to beat these Yahoo guys. So, so let's let's do this. Yeah, you don't don't let those Yahoo guys think we're chumps. That would no. be embarrassing. Absolutely. All right, and I'm poor Funston. He played me in the semifinals in Stopa, and I had Cam Newton going and Jordan Reed and Devonta Freeman and uh, someone else who went crazy in the early games. Um, something, oh Sammy Watkins, and it was like I was. I looked at it, I was on pace for like 220 points in the middle of the early games, and I was like, it's over. It's just like, it wasn't a sweat at all. I felt bad. He, like, didn't even get his entertainment's worth. Right, right. You know, at least did in Andy, our game, there was some entertainment value. Definitely. Did Andy Barron's win yes, also? Yes, it's he, so annoying. And he might win $10,000 back-to-back years. Oh, and I could win zero. I could have this great team that makes it all the way to the end and win zero because he has more points still. Right. Yeah, man. I'm, do, I'm doing a pot of Barron's tomorrow. He suggested it. It's funny because, you know, Stopa wants us to mention his law firm and stuff. It's part of the reason he funds it. I mean, he doesn't really check up on anybody, but he's sort of like, hey, guys, I'll, I'll fund this league, but just give me some advertising value out of it. I think Barron's emails me. I think Barron's feels bad. He's like, I may be taking $20,000 from this guy. We should at least earn it. We should at least, you know, make sure we're, like, podcasting this finals. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I try to as much as I can, too, but, but um, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean – you know, if Mar, you know, I'm, I, I think I'm going to win. I have a, I have a better team. I think right now, like the matchups are better for me. But the, the Yahoo projection has me as like a five or six point favorite or something like that. So it's awfully close. Um, and you know, there's some lineup decisions. I have Calvin. Like I got to decide whether to play him or Travis Benjamin. You know, like yeah. Travis Benjamin has a pretty good matchup against the Chiefs. Yeah, man, I'd still probably lean toward Calvin, but I wouldn't fault you for going the other way. I mean, I'm probably leaning toward Calvin, but it's like. If he doesn't get a target this week either, I'll just, you know, it's terrible. Yeah, and you just wrote about it. I checked out your column today talking about how lineup decisions can be the most frustrating aspect. And I totally agreed, and I've always said that myself as well. That's, that's the worst way to lose a league that you put so much heart and soul into and so much money on the line if it comes down to that, some, some injustice that you made yourself. Right. It's like if somebody breaks his leg in the first quarter, it's like, all right, you know, it happens. It's terrible. It's unlucky. But it's not your fault. You started the right guy. We started Thomas Rawls that week. It wasn't our fault. Right. But if I start, if I decide to start Benjamin and he doesn't do much and Calvin gets three touchdowns, I mean, how could I live with myself? 
I agree. That's why you better not mess up this Lamar Miller versus Michael decision because I'm leaving it toward you. Uh, I'll, I'll make this. De- I, I'm, I mean, no offense. I mean, I definitely want to win League of Leagues, and I want to, you know, people like Sal sending those emails. You know, I want to. I want him to have to reread those emails. No, yeah, we want it. You know what I mean? Doesn't I'm have much money on the line. I, I got you. I was to contemplate the yet. email and think about him sending it and what that meant at the time and what it now means that he lost. You know, I want, I want that whole process to happen for all the other competitors. Um, but yeah, this is ten grand. Well, I don't how, wait. I'm going to ask Barons about this too. But what's the payout structure? So if if I win, I don't win all of it because Barons is because second, third, and fourth are going to get paid. Yeah, I can't remember. Two years ago, I, I won it, and um, but but P now. We, we split it before, you know, we kind of hedged a little because it was so much money involved and, and I thought it was fair. He was actually the favorite. So I thought, I thought it was fair what he offered, but so I, I can't remember the exact structure. You know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to split it with Barron's, but I'm going to side bet Barron's for 10,000 more. <laughs> a real man would do that. There's yeah. no chance. Split, I do the opposite of hedge. I double down. Yeah. yeah. Not a chance you would do that. <laughs> a real man, a real would, man would. All right. Do you, okay. So that's fine. If you don't think I'm a real man, uh, speaking of that, along those lines, do you agree with the statement that the Redskins watching the Redskins win the NFC East as a Giants fan is like walking in on your wife having sex with a village idiot? Why, why are they? So they're you'd 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 rather other another? I mean, wouldn't the Eagles be just as bad or something? Or no, the Cowboys? It's, not, it's not about the rivalry. It's like they're the village idiot. It's not just that you got betrayed. Your wife's cheating on you. In other words, you didn't get the prize. But gotcha. It's like with them, you know what I mean? It's like it's like it's the village idiot. It's not like some dude who you're like, oh, like you're upset because it's like a rival. This is like somebody that's what are you even? You know, it's almost more overwhelming than the betrayal, the choice of person. That's yeah, so it, is, it is. That's so shocking that you're like, you know, th- that's what I feel about the Redskins winning the division. It is pretty surprising. And if you know, if you were to tell me that Washington was going to win before the season, I would have just assumed that you know RG three had a big bounce back campaign. I wouldn't have believed it if you're saying that Kirk Cousins suddenly turned into this passing attack with with Deshaun Jackson, and and they're going to take. Uh, yeah, it looks like they are the favorites right now, right? Big favorites because yeah. Philly lost. So I mean, they're a game ahead. I think if the Giants were to win out and the Redskins were to lose out, the Giants would win. I think the Eagles. I think it's the same thing. I think, well, the Eagles play the Redskins, so it's easier for them. They just have to, well, so do the Giants play the Eagles. But if the Eagles win out and beat the Redskins in the process, which they would have to, um, I think they get in. So it's, the Giants are a big underdog. But who cares? I mean, there's, I can't even, I don't even care. You know, was, I was like, oh, at least they covered. And, and I had Cam Newton going in the SOPA. So I was like, it's fine. Right. Well, Newton's just been an absolute monster. But, um, yeah, I mean, and you'll have to do it without – almost certainly a game without Beckham, too, who I would say he's got to be one of the most line movement in Vegas non-quarterback. It's only six, though. We'll talk about that. It's only six. I mean, I think it would be six even with him. I mean, it would be – what are they, they're saying it's going to be four with them or three and a half with him? Three? Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Minnesota has been playing pretty well, and they're at home. So, I mean, I, I guess that makes sense. Anyway, well, let's go in order. We'll, we'll go in order. Okay. Uh, any, any other fantasy stuff you want to get out of the way? Any rants, any problems you have, personal problems? Not really. Um, just a, a pretty good. Everyone has their own bad beats. But Brad Evans did a podcast this morning, and he um, he lost a, a big important league to him, literally on that Matt Prater missed field goal that was a uh, 19 yards or whatever at the very end. Uh, I was wondering because I actually had to leave because I was watching it on no volume at my uh, mother, common law mother in law's house. That's what I'll call it. Um, and because we had this like Christmas Eve, Christmassy dinner with the whole family, and she at like I don't know like nine o'clock or whatever it was when it was two minutes left. She's like. Chris, we, you got to go and take Sasha because I was taking Sasha because Heather left because Sasha's going to keep the boys up, her cousins. 
And I was like, really? There's like two minutes left in this game. So we left while <laughs> at the end of the game. And obviously I didn't really care about the game itself. But, you know, there was still like high tower. I was like listening on the, on the radio trying to piece together. So I didn't, I was like, how did the Saints get the ball back for Hail Mary? And they're only down eight. So he missed a field goal. That's what happened. I just found yeah. out. It didn't look like he was going to get a chance to have one. Then Drake Bell had a long run and went down at the five, and they and they literally kneeled the ball three straight times. Right. But it made sense to attempt the kick. Right, Prater had not lost, um, hadn't missed one kick all season, and he misses a nineteen yarder. And Brad Evans was down like a point point two oh. or something. So that's that's pretty pretty bad beat. That's just terrible. Fantasy football is just a brutal thing. It's a terrible thing. I mean. One thing about DFS is DFS is just as ridiculous and arbitrary. You know, missed field goal probably cost – that probably cost some guy a million dollars. You know I mean? Easily, that changes everything. Um, but at least DFS, like, it's just money. I mean, if it's a million dollars, it's not just money. But if it's – you know, you're, it's just that day, right? But, like, in season long, you, you work all year for this. You work all year. You, you're, like, living and dying with your team, and the guy misses a chip shot, and that's it. You know, it's just it's – it's, it's something nice about being able to just – Forget it the next day. But if it was a million dollars, I would not forget it. But no, I hear you. Yeah, you're invested in these players you drafted all year. You made a trade for a certain matchup in the playoffs, and yeah, it is definitely different. Yeah, football is the worst, though. All right, so that's done with that. Um, let's move on and talk about some of these games and uh, bust these out. Got uh, and your, your your sound is clearer, so it was just a hiccup. Um, and tell right. your wife, yell to your wife right now, like, don't use the internet while we're doing this. I'll let her know. Okay, let her know. Send her an email or something. All right, so first one is uh, Thursday night is San Diego at Oakland, and, and Oakland is laying, it looks like, five and a half right now. I think I know who I like here, but go ahead. Char, I, I get Oakland wrong every single week. It seems like we even used uh, them last week in Super Contest, which we didn't do so well. Let's not talk about it. Uh, oh, let's talk about it because I went 4-11-1, four, four, and one, so I was assuming we didn't do very well in the contest. Uh, one and four. Ouch, ouch. Yeah. I know. I, we so were now like, there's no mathematical way we could cash. This doesn't matter. We were the favorites to win it, too, I think, before that. But, um, no, not quite. Yeah, I think, Matt, I think we're, we're officially done. Uh, that's terrible. Yeah, not a, not a great first year for us there. It's all right. But, uh, well, we'll bounce back. I had such a bad – it's so weird. I had such a good fantasy year. I'm in four finals. And I had such a bad year against the spread and Survivor. Yeah, yeah. It's been a lot, a lot of injuries you're dealing with. So that's, that's good. You had, you had a good baseball year, too, didn't you? It's my best fantasy year altogether ever because nice. I, had, I had a huge baseball year, a huge knock on wood. I mean, I don't want to say – after next week, I'll know how huge the year was basically. Right. I'm in right. four finals, right? So it's – you know, it either will go really well or not. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's been a, a good year. And I don't know if you've glanced. I told you at the standings of the Yahoo basketball standing. Have you looked at those yet, our Friends and Family League? Uh, yes, you, you're doing pretty well in that one too, right? I'm like a million miles ahead of everybody. I don't know. I, I got Curry auto-picked for me, <laughs> and I'm, I'm 48 and 22. It's just, it's just like, it's not possible in that league. Like, you know, this 48 and 22 is like, nobody has that percentage. I've never lost a week. Every week I've won at least 6-3, I think. That's really good. It's tough to like really dominate the, 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 the variance of how much you're beating a guy because some teams are, you know, totally punting a specific right. position. So it's I beat so all covers. I don't care what they are. Big men, guard friendly lineup. It doesn't matter. Right. It's crazy. All right. Well done. Nice. Yeah, but that's no money, obviously. So okay, let's go with this game. I, I, I like Oakland. I, I feel like San Diego, okay, the last you know, I obviously liked Miami last week, which was wrong. But I just feel like okay, that's their little last hurrah at home and Oakland is better, and they're going to beat him. I was leaning toward taking the points here, but I don't feel strongly. All right, I'm going to get this wrong because I've been not only have I been terrible. Thursday night is just an automatic zero and one for me. 
It's yeah. automatic. I'm, I go. I used to be bummed about it. Now my records. The thing is, it is going to hurt my lifetime record, which which stings a little because that's just you know there's nothing I can. It's on my permanent record. But anyway, so I, I'm going to Oakland, uh, and I'm so wrong. Like every like sort of the the analysis. You know, you try to take a team that. Has, you know, okay, I'm going to fade them here. I'm going to buy them low. Now this team's on a roll. I'm going to ride them for a couple weeks. I'm going to keep fading Atlanta for a couple, whatever it is. You know how you do that, the ebbs and flows. I'm like so off on that. Like I'm always fading the team when it's actually for real, not buying into it until it's too late and then buying it and they're bad. You know, thinking like Detroit's done, fading them this week. And, of course, they cover, win out, right? I mean, I just, I've just been terrible. Yeah, this does make sense to you know buy Oakland and sell San Diego coming off last week. But uh, hopefully you're wrong again because, like I said, I think I'm going to go with staff picks. I'm going to go Chargers. Yeah, I'm going to go Oakland, but I'm positive I'm wrong. But if I switch, I'll also be wrong. So I'm just going to stick with it. Uh, all right, we got Washington plus um, three at Philly. And- Washington's just had major home road splits, including Cousins. But he's been very good recently. There's been such a difference with the Sean Jackson back. I'm sure you'll back the Eagles like you do every week, but um, I'm actually going to take Washington here. Yeah, I don't know. I'll probably take Washington. I, you know, the thing about Philly is against Arizona, they just they were back to that Thanksgiving Day form, you know. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, they're they're going to play. It's it's for the division. I mean, it's, it's obviously a huge game. I think Philly still has uh, control of its destiny if they if they win and beat the Giants. Man, Bradford is better than uh, than Sanchez. They are a little better, but their D is just. So bad. Terrible. And I think Cousins is okay. You never know, though, man. Sometimes those guys show up. I don't know. It's so weird. I, I probably take Washington. Last week I was like, Washington's the value, but I have a Buffalo feeling. When you're so off and having a terrible year, don't ever do that. Just go with the team that's, like, underpriced, you know? You know who's been carrying us in League of Leagues is Jordan Reed. That guy's been a maniac lately. Yeah, I've got him on my uh, Stopa team, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. That, yeah, that's, it's him and Cam Newton and Bortles. Those are the three. Nice. Um, That's a primetime game, too. That's Saturday night. What? What game? Oh, the uh, Washington-Philly game. Yeah. 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 I, I think I'm leaning Washington. They've been sort of the more consistent team the last half of the year, and they're getting the full three. It's just Philly's – I don't know. Philly always – they're very unpredictable. All right. Well, I, I'm not strong on that one. All right. Giants plus five and a half right now. Six. So Giants plus six at Minnesota. I mean, obviously, if Beckham wins his appeal – which I don't think he will. Um, I would. Is that flexed or what? It says eight thirty p.m. That is a Sunday night game. Let's let's skip that one. Yeah, that's a Sunday night game. Oh, I mean, what, why are they putting that on Sunday night? Okay, Chicago plus three uh, at Tampa Bay. Um, man, I feel like this is the time to buy the Bears, and I just don't like counting on Tampa Bay to win by more than a field goal. So I'm going to really hold my nose and take Chicago in the points. Yeah, I was leaning that way. Cutler looks like a broken man again. Like, for half a season, it was like, this is the Cutler that we liked, like, leaving Denver, coming to Chicago. This is a hugely talented guy, just has to get in the right situation. And he looks like a broken man again in the last two weeks. Really odd season the Bears have had. Yeah, I'll probably take him, too, but not strong on it. Okay, Carolina minus seven at Atlanta. And I actually know who I like here. Okay, so remember, this was just two short weeks ago. He said how crazy the spread with Carolina was yeah. seven and a half at home. Yeah. I mean, that was two weeks ago. And clearly, Vegas realized their mistake because it's nearly the same. And they're both, you know, one's at home now and the other's, you know, they're, they're vice versa. Um, it's really extremely ugly to do so. But I'm actually going to, to reverse course and take the Falcons here. 
I will tell you, you know, Carolina won 38 to nothing. That, that is something to do with why the line is flipped over like this because right, right. they just killed them. And it's a bad matchup because Norman, that criminal, is guarding uh, Julio Jones. And everyone's like, Odell Beckham. First of all, let me just go on a little rant, right? Everyone's like, oh, my God, it's so horrible. He's so horrible. First of all, if you listen to the Hanson's interview with Roddy White, Roddy White talks about how Norman plays to, like, the edge of the game. Like, he's, like, always grabbing and clutching and doing stuff like that. And Odell Beckham was just given what he was getting and maybe took it too far with the running spear. But otherwise, I felt like, you know, Josh Norman, all those corners, like, they get away with that. Now, you know, that's why they're good because they, they basically cheat and just get away with it. And if they start getting caught, then they become Brandon Browner. But it's just, you know, so that that's annoying. Um, and then, two, um, I mean, look at hockey, right? Those guys just fight all the time. Nobody cares. I wonder why that is, right? Those guys punch each other in the face, knock each other's teeth out. Everyone's like, oh, it's a great fight. I love the fights. It's the best part of the game. Football, yeah. those guys get into a fight, and everyone's like, oh, my God. It's so scary. It's so terrible. The, the so one terrible. The one play where he speared him when he wasn't looking, now that that was probably that was bad. But man, I, I'm totally with you here. I thought it was one of the most exciting, best moments of the season watching those two. Just super, just into it, just so competitive, and um, I, I found it just highly entertaining personally. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, who cares? It's, you know, they're, they're, no one. First of all, they didn't get hurt. Second of all, you know, you you can't if you swing a punch. It's, you've got a helmet on. It's not like hockey's way worse. Right? Like, you're punching someone right in the face. You know, Beckham had as many drops in that first half as he did all his rookie season. Yeah, he has. I mean, you know, he was probably weighed on him a little more, the whole, the whole matchup thing. But he, you know, the other thing that annoyed me is people said that uh, Norman uh, dominated the matchup. If Beckham get, catches that ball, which had nothing to do with Norman, he was, to- he was torched on that play. He goes six for, he gets 128 yards, seven catches for 128 and two touchdowns. Okay, and that doesn't even count a play where Eli had Beckham wide open, but the rush came and, and the guy was right in his face, and Eli threw off his back foot and threw it like five yards short. That was another possible touchdown if Eli hits him there, if, if the blocking was better. So, like the idea that Norman torched him, and, and if you think about what Norman's done all year and to Julio and the guys like that, I mean, Odell Beckham is the hardest receiver in the league to cover. I, I don't have any. I feel like, like think about what Richard Sherman did to Antonio Brown to shut him down a couple weeks ago. I think Brown's back- putting up pretty sick numbers too, though. I think those guys might be number one and number two on my overall board next year. Yeah, well, don't forget Josh Gordon's number one overall. Oh, f- well, of course. With Manziel, there's just no way. There's no way around. If, if you get a regime in there that lets them party, right? Just lets them do their thing. They're going to go crazy. No question. Do you know that Odell Beckham has as many 100-yard games um, in his career as uh, Des Bryant in 58 fewer games played? Yeah, I mean, that's how sick it is. Although poor Des Bryant has been toiling in a horrible— Oh, sure. I mean, I mean Tony Romo's great, but, like, they won't target him for two games. You know, I mean, it's crazy. But, I, but anyway, I, th- I found that entertaining uh, Beckham-Norman, and, and who knows about the pregame stuff. Uh, obviously, again, that one hit that he, he did was pretty— Pretty dangerous, but for the most part, I, I was just thoroughly entertained by, by their competitiveness. Well, I just like that, that, you know, Norman bullies people and does cheap, dirty, on the edge of the game, you know, edge of legal and illegal stuff, grabbing, clutching. And Beckham just didn't take it. You know, he, like, was giving it back. He was like, you're not going to bully me. And he's not a big receiver. It's not, it's not like he tried to bully Brandon Marshall, right? So right. I just feel like that's right, you know, and he shouldn't have tried to spear him. That was the only mistake and may cost him a game. I'm going to take Atlanta too. I, I don't like the matchup because of the Norman Julio Jones thing, but I also just like to fade the weight that's on these undefeated. Like, you know, look at Carolina was up 35, seven and giants came back. Right. I just think it's, there's pressure. It's hard. You know, when you get to that 14 and zero division game, second time they've met on the road, give me the points. As horrible as Atlanta is. I just think 
you know, they've shown up a couple games. They finally won. I, I just think it's going to be a tight game. The tickets in Las Vegas, this has to be a, a, a 90% to 10%, at least, I would say. The public will Everyone be Everyone on all... Carolina? Yeah, yeah, probably. Probably. All right. Dallas plus six at Buffalo. Man, Buffalo does not like the NFC East, and they just, I mean, two terrible performances with some playoff. Now they're officially eliminated from the playoffs. Who do you like here? I don't like anyone. I would stay away from this game, but I'm going to take Dallas in the points. I'm going to go with a lot of, I'm going to go very underdog heavy this week. So don't like it, um, but I I will take the points. Yeah, I got to think about this one. I kind of like, you know, Buffalo in December. I think, you know, I don't know if the global warming has totally ruined that, but, I, you know, it was warm last couple weekends. Maybe this weekend it finally gets cold. Get this warm weather team out of the playoffs, come cross country. That new QB targets Dez, which is nice, but he's right. just all over the place. Like, he, he looked he looked like he was like a, a man off the street trying to play quarterback. Kellen Moore. Yeah, I have no idea what to make of him. Left-handed. He's just, yeah. he's, he's just so weird how he's throwing it. Um, but Buffalo is so bad. I don't know. I, I'm torn on this. Six points is a lot for them to be favored by. That's kind of what I was thinking. I'm, but I'm, uh, I don't know. I shouldn't be like doing hunches because last week I got a, a Buffalo hunch. It was totally wrong. All right, Jacksonville. Oh, you have Watkins against Barons. I know Barons. I have Watkins. You traded to Barons. Barons dropped him, and I have him. That's my best receiver right now. Wow. Yeah, he's, he's great. I've, I've got he, Calvin, Dez, who are crap, and Watkins, who's great. Yeah, pretty funny. And Eddie Lacy, who's crap, and Devonta Freeman, who's great. Do you, do you realize I'm in the finals despite having Calvin, Dez, and Eddie Lacy as my three most expensive buys? Yeah, lucky for you, it's a very deep rosters, but that's still that's still it just kind of highlights how weird this. I know every year in the NFL is right. weird and all, but man, this one's been especially crazy. This is crazy. It, it, I mean, part of the reason is Blake Bortles. You know, that's that was a key acquisition. Yeah, my home my home league, I have Blake Bortles versus. Aaron Rodgers last week, and the guy texted me, you know, what are the odds beginning of the season that Bortles would be projected to score more points against Aaron Rodgers? I mean, it would been, and he did so by even more so. Like, it was a boat race, like 29 to 13 or something. Part of that was the game flow in, in Green Bay, the pick six. But, but yeah, it's, it's insane what Bortles is doing fantasy-wise. Green Bay is just, I can't take them. They're just the worst. I mean, you just can't. Investing in Green Bay is like investing in the Eagles. Like, who are you going to invest in? Like, what player yeah. can you invest in in Green Bay? Who do you trust in Green Bay? Uh, yeah, no one. Rodgers. It's like Eagles. Yeah, but Rodgers isn't even that good. I, yeah, I don't know what to make of it. He's been like four or five games. He hasn't even thrown 275 yards. I, it's, it's, it's like, it's like investing in Bradford. I mean, it, it literally, the Packers and the Eagles offense, who, who would you take? There's no one to take. Yeah, what if he would have told you what Cobb has done with, without Jordy Nelson all season? And if you and if you said, and Devontae Adams doesn't emerge either, I would have been like, oh, Cobb's going to be a monster, top Top ten overall player. Cobb is like he's Cobb, worthless. He's useless. Yeah, he's useless. I mean, imagine if your receivers coming in, into the year were Calvin, Dez, and Cobb. You'd be like, that's a great, that's a great start. Yeah. All right. Um, let's Speaking keep going. Speaking of Bortles, this next matchup. Yeah, I have Bortles, but but Barons has Allen Robinson, so it's kind of you know it's kind of a wash. I one thing is uh, I just hope Hearns and Julius Thomas go nuts. And a couple QB sneaks, but you know Robinson's going to get his against New Orleans. I hope Delvin Bro just. Checks Robinson and makes him gets him like a hundred. T- I would I would sign off on a hundred ten and a touchdown for Robinson right now. Just say done. I'll gift. I'll just give you. I'll just give you seventeen points. Well, and like six catches. So I'll give you twenty points and just he doesn't. You can and you just bench him and we'll just count it as twenty points. Yeah, that game's going to be interesting if if Drew Brees can't play because that'll just change you know the the whole dynamic of it. Right now the over under is fifty two. I mean I I have. 
Brandon Cooks in the league. I have I have Bortles, and so I'm definitely rooting for a pinball type shootout. But it sounds like you. Well, you are in, with Bortles, but and but, I have Watson. I have Ben Watson yeah. too. Right, right. Uh, I could sit Watson for Eric Ebron if uh, no. if Breeze is. Um, oh playing. yeah. But if Breeze is not playing, I mean, it's like Luke. Will, I mean, uh, who is this? Luke Wilson, right? I believe it's Matt Flynn. Oh, it is. Oh, wh- I, why? That's just what Brad said on the podcast today. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> Let me look that I up. Did he get the backup? To be perfectly honest with you, wasn't he? That, wasn't he the? Uh, sorry, Luke McCown. I, I said Luke Wilson. I thought it was Luke McCown. He was. He was doing those commercials early in the year about being a backup. You remember that? I do. I thought he himself got hurt. Uh, now you're getting garbled. You got to tell your wife to get off the internet, man. That's what's happening. She's not. She's giving my daughter a bath now. Don't she's she's like using her iPad or she has a video still playing. All right, close close the window. I'm not sure who the bath is. I can't I can't mess. I can't hear you at all. You're just totally garbled. You see the people that listen, they're just going to hear garbled. Keep talking. Try to get through it. All right. Who do you like in this game? You're right. Garrett Grayson and Matt Flynn are the other QBs on the roster. I guess maybe Luke McCown got hurt or something. I think he got hurt. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, how am I supposed to handicap this? Yeah, I mean, if I would take Jacksonville because I think with Breeze, three and a half is about right. So, without Breeze, I mean, with, with Breeze being iffy, I think you have to take Jacksonville, right? Totally right? All right. You're totally garbled. Keep talking. We can go on the next one, but it, you, you, I don't think you quite understand the situation. You're, you're totally inaudible. You're like you're like somebody. You're like somebody who who doesn't speak English. It'll probably be more clarity than usual. Yeah, probably. I can hear you now. You're just kind of garbled. Okay, we'll keep trying to go, but it's it's, it's obviously not going to be good. But that that's no big deal. All right, so uh, San Francisco plus nine at Detroit. This is how far your Niners have fallen. They're nine point underdogs against Detroit. Yeah, I know, and I actually like the, giving the points too. Um, I uh, I've been taking a lot of, of underdogs, but I'm, I'm going with Detroit here. I like them as a fantasy defense to, to stream this week. Uh, Stafford's actually been playing pretty well, even without Cal- I don't know, Calvin's just being a decoy these days or whatnot. But Blaine Gabbard is terrible. The Niners are really bad at football, so I'm going to lay the wood. Yeah, I was going to lay the wood too. They're on the road too, which is they're much worse on the road. Um, the only thing is, so, okay, so here's a question for you. I have the Steelers D right now in Stopa and I could pick up the Lions D. Should I do that? I, I rank the Detroit higher. Yes. Okay. Cause Pittsburgh's at Baltimore and you know, Schaub or Clawson, whoever is uh, is a pretty good matchup. Yeah, that is pretty, but their secondary is so vulnerable. Um, yeah, that's, that is close. That that's close. But I, yes, I would in a dome Blaine Gabbert. Uh, I, I would go with Detroit. But also, what's good about Pittsburgh is that they're going to score points, right? And so <laughs> Ravens are going to have to throw the ball. Pittsburgh's actually really good against the run. So you're going to have this horrible quarterback having to throw a lot. Yeah, I think Detroit's going to score some points as well. Right. Okay. I think Gabbard is terrible, but he's not like a three-interception type of guy, is he? No, he, no, he's been taking a ton of sacks. I think like 17 in the last three games or something. So the sacks are, are good, and, you know, that, and fumbles happen with sacks, and Sometimes a return. But, I mean, I agree that's close. I'm not like. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I was thinking. I mean, that was what I was thinking about. All right. Uh, Cleveland plus 12 and a half at KC. I, I know who I like here. Uh, at some point, Kansas City's going to have to have a B game. Show up with these defensive touchdowns. Uh, I'm really impressed with this winning streak. But, uh, I mean, with, with Manziel, 
and a couple of interesting weapons on offense. I'm gonna I'm gonna back the Browns. Yeah, I'm there too. I, I think Manziel's good. I, I've watched a couple games now. Well, one I watched two weeks ago, and I watched a little bit last week. And he seems like a legit NFL quarterback. I mean, last week he was in a horrible situation at Seattle, but this isn't that much better. But it's better. So I'm gonna take Cleveland too. All right, the Indianapolis Miami is off the board, and why? Because of Hasselbeck. I mean, Lux yes. doesn't play. I mean, Chapagano is just so full of shit. Just tell us he's out for the year. I carried that dude on my NFFC team, clogging a, a roster spot. Just tell me he's out for the year, man. You know, I'll, I could have used that spot. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's 100% Hasselbeck, I think, is the, is, the re, is the reasoning for it being off the board. Because Hasselbeck's hurt, too. So they might have to go to Whitehurst or whoever. Yeah, I, I would just say any – for me, I'd say, like, anything under three, give me Miami. Anything three and above, give me the Colts is basically what I would say. I, I, I think – I would have to take the Colts here. Miami is so bad. I mean, they got destroyed by the Chargers, and <laughs> they don't have a home field advantage. The coach is so terrible. Indy is still alive for a playoff berth. I mean, they're going to try, you know? I mean, they're going to, like, play. I mean, Chuck Bogano is terrible, but he's not, he's not like, disrespected. Like, they'll, they'll, like, actually, like, make tackles and stuff to the extent they're able. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I mean, what do you think the spread's going to be with? with I think it's going to be Miami with Hasselbeck. If Hasselbeck plays, I think it'll be Colts plus two, maybe. Yeah, that's exactly what. Yeah, makes sense to me. Hasselbeck's not playing. I think it'll be plus three, three and a half, something like that. Yep. All right. I'm leaning Indy at those at those numbers in those situations. All right. uh, I then we got New England minus three at the Jets. Yeah, maybe this is just being a a sucker or whatever, but. I, I really like New England. I thought the spread would be more than the than the requisite three. Uh, I'm, I'm not going against the Patriots. Well, this isn't the so. requisite three. This is three on the road. Yeah, true. Yes. Okay. Fair point. But it's still the the very the most common you know outcome right. is three points. But f- fair point on, on that. But so I guess it'd be nine if they were at home, yeah, which is nine. And Jets the Jets are like what are they nine and five? They're a very solid team. Very yeah. solid team. But I like. I mean, New England with Gronk. This their defense is. Is really good, so so give me give me the Patriots, even though I know it's the public side. Yeah, I think the the Patriots have a better defense than the Jets. Yeah, oh, yeah, I agree. And the Jets' offense is good, but the Patriots is obviously better with Gronk back. So I'm laying them with too. Okay, All right. Uh, okay, and then we got this is a really weird line. So explain this. Oh, I don't get it. I don't get it. Houston plus four and a half at Tennessee. Now, I was doing the Survivor article because I want to get it done because I got all this family nonsense to do in the next couple of days. Um, if you could send me your picks against the uh, staff picks tonight, that'd be awesome. I will. I'm trying to get all of them. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to get as many articles done as I can. But um, I was looking at that, and and there were actually people who took the Texans in Survivor. Like when I do the uh, the table, I look at like the most commonly chosen teams. They're not like in the top five, but they're like the seventh most chosen team. And when I when I always do, and then, I, then after I do the table, I always look at like the money lines, and I try to figure out the odds. And I had to change my formula because all the formulas presume there's a favorite. Right, they're 30, they're like thirty eight percent to win this game, so like people are taking them as a thirty eight. You know, the Titans are considered a sixty two thirty eight favorite, which yeah, is weird because Mariota's out. Spreads four and a half despite uh, Mariota being out. It's it's very bizarre to me. I don't, speaking of requisite three, this shouldn't this game exactly be that basically, and that might even be with Mariota. No, this game should be a pick 'em. I mean, Houston's in first place. They, this is they're trying to win the division and. Yep. I, I, this is just weird. I mean, of course. I'm yeah, Brandon Whedon's pretty bad. So wait, so is Hoyer definitely out? 
Hoyer, I think, is almost certainly out. He suffered two concussions in like okay. a two-week span. Okay. And, I, and then T.J. Yates went out. So they're under their fourth quarterback of the season. So Whedon is the reason, basically. That's the reason, yes. Okay, so that's why they're like, Whedon is so bad that they're going to get – because Mettenberger actually like. I think Mettenberger is good. He was terrible yeah. earlier this year, but he played well in relief of uh, Mariota for half a game. So yeah. now I'm back on the, the Mettenberger bandwagon. But obviously Vegas is because it, it, Whedon's a veteran. He's played – a lot, and they're you know. Don't you think Houston? Like, if you take the quarterbacks out of it, don't you think Houston's a better team than Tennessee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the, that's why I definitely would take four and a half. I'm yeah. really surprised at the spread. Yeah, okay, bizarre. Okay, and then um, we got Green Bay plus four, four and a half, four. It's looking like four and a half now at Arizona. I really hate this line. I, I don't know what to make of it. Um, with the way Green Bay's been playing. It's probably savvy to go Arizona, but I just have a feel that, you know, just, when has Aaron Rodgers been a four-and-a-half-point underdog? Um, I'm leaning toward Green Bay, but I'm open to you talking me out of it. Well, Arizona really annoys me. I've just been – this is how whipside I've been. I was, like, sure they were going to crush the crappy Vikings on Thursday night, and the Vikings really should have beat them. The Vikings outplayed them. They just turned it over, and they turned it over at the very end of the game when they would have had a game-time field goal. But they dominated. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, like, 10 yards per attempt or more – you know, Peterson didn't run that much, but he was kind of, it was kind of like, I think they devoted too many resources to him. And I was like, all right, well, Arizona's not that great. I saw them playing against the Vikings. I go and I, I take the Eagles at home and they just kill the Eagles. Now, Tyron uh, Matthew, or however you say his name, uh, tore his ACL. So that's their best safety, probably the second best player in their secondary after Patrick Peterson. And that's bad, but I don't know how green, I don't see that Green Bay does anything about it. Yeah, I believe he's the highest-ranked cornerback, according to Pro Football Focus. He's dominating the slot. Um, but, yeah, who – maybe I thought, vintage. A, I thought he was a safety. Or he plays, like, slot corner. What's – Yeah, I believe I believe it's – it's 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 he guards people in the slot a lot, I'm pretty sure. But but either way, you're probably right. That might be moot regardless because Randall Cobb looks like a shell of his former self. So so you're leaning toward Arizona. I, I mean, but I don't know because they, they didn't show up against Minnesota at home. So – I just don't know. You know, I don't really know who they are, and, and that's a big loss. Now, Green Bay's D is up and down, too. Green Bay's D is pretty decent. They're okay. Uh, but sometimes they just, you know, they look, ter- they look terrible in some games. It's just it's very hard to, uh, to figure them. I, I'm, I guess I'm leaning toward, I don't know, my gut says Green Bay. My brain says Arizona. I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at, too. David Johnson looks like such an upgrade <laughs> over Chris Johnson. It's crazy. Yeah, but it looked that way in the beginning of the year. He just, like, fumbled once or twice. That was the only issue. All right, I'm probably going to go Green Bay, but I don't like it. And Green Bay on the road sucks. And they did beat Oakland, though, pretty soundly. But they got a pick. They got a defensive touchdown to win that. I don't know. I'm I'm back and forth on it. I'm not not ready to make this. Me too. Is exactly how I feel, basically. Okay, so uh, that's what – and we're both having such a bad year. It's just terrible. We think alike, and we're bringing each other down. It's like both of our worst instincts are, you know, sort of – corrupting each other. I, I don't know how it's, this is a, this podcast was a very bad idea. <laughs> we should never have done this. It was a mistake. I regret this. I regret this podcast. I totally agree. Okay. This is still a mistake. All right. Let's finish it out though. Just to, you know, for, for, for just to be, you know, people of our word, St. Louis, uh, plus 13 and a half at Seattle. Um, I, I know who I like. I, it's a no brainer. Actually, this is a total no brainer, but go ahead. The Rams play in their division so so tough typically, and they even beat Seattle, I believe, the first time these two teams played. But they're totally different teams now. 
And uh, Seattle just looks like a total juggernaut. They're, they're the fewest fantasy points to opposing running backs. So good luck with St. Louis's offense with, with that setup. So uh, I felt dumb not laying the wood with them last week. And I know 13 and a half is just begging me to take them and not the 14, but I will be that sucker and take Seattle. I'll take St. Louis. Uh, I just think they, the second meeting between these two teams, they always play them tough. They played them tough when Seattle was actually really good two years ago. Last I, know. Year. I know. I mean, they're really good again. I think they're at that level again. Uh, weirdly, Jared Cook's going to have a big game or something. The, the Rams D is going to – I think it's more that the Rams D is going to make it a, some problems for Seattle. I think that's the difference. They just know them so well. So I'm taking the points. And Cleveland could have covered. That was not a slam dunk last week. Right. So I'm taking, I'm taking St. Louis. That, that's one of my better bets. And then uh, Pittsburgh is laying 10 at Baltimore. I know who I'm taking there, too. Yeah, so ugly. Um, I'm going to take Baltimore points. I love, love what Pittsburgh's offense is doing. I have them in that bull bet, but I feel second shape. So I'm trying to backdoor cover. Um, using part of your logic this last uh, the last game, a, a divisional game. I don't love this at all, but I'm going to yeah, you're totally garbled again, but just, you know, send an email to your wife because I really do think that that's what it is. Whenever Jeff starts getting garbled on the XM show, it's because one of his kids is using the uh, the Wi-Fi that's attached to the, the connection he's using. But anyway, um, I agree. I, I'm taking Baltimore. I, I just think second division game. These teams, you know, they're such rivals that I just think that even if one's having a terrible year and one's having a good year, it'll be closer than you think. Kamar Aiken had some, you know, did some work last week. It's weird, but I could I could see like is uh by the way is Shab gonna play this week? Do we know? Uh, it hasn't been named yet. I mean, it was up to the very you know the very beginning of last game before it was even named at Clawson. So I, I don't know. Does it really matter much? Uh, it matters a little. I think Shab has like got more upside in terms of like I mean he'll throw a pick six, but he also has more upside in moving the team. But I, I Pittsburgh secondary so bad. I could kind of see this being like a 42-38 Pittsburgh win. Like, I, I, I'm going to have some Schaub, Aiken stacks in DFS. So oh, that's definitely beatable. They're secondary for sure. Right. And, like, Pittsburgh's going to score so much. But in Baltimore, maybe the Ravens are just up for them. You know, if they're just up for it, their, their offensive line is re- actually really good, Baltimore's line, and Pittsburgh's tough against the run. And maybe they just get the – you know, they, they just have all day to throw. It's a really good setup for opposing quarterbacks in fantasy terms against Pittsburgh because yeah. not only does Pittsburgh have one of the best offenses in football, but they have a really good run D. So it just forces just forces yes. so many attempts. It's, it, it, I mean, look, they got three touchdowns out of uh, Brock Osweiler, right? Right. I mean, right. I mean, suddenly, like, Emmanuel Sanders at 180 yards or whatever. I mean, they make, they're turning these receivers that haven't done anything all year into viable options. Look what the Seattle receivers did against Pittsburgh. So... I, I really, I'm going to have some Schaub, Aiken, and all that. So I'm, I'm going to have some stacks like that. Um, so, anyway, we'll see. If it's Claus, it was a harder sell. On the flip side, they're lighting up, you know, Chris Harris' first touchdown he allowed right. this season. And it's such a tough Denver secondary that was by far the, the fewest points allowed, uh, you know, fantasy points to opposing passers and receivers. And then they lit them up. So, it's a really good setup. Yeah. No, it's a good, good setup for both sides. Yeah, and, and Baltimore secondary is terrible. So, I mean, of course, everybody's going to be on Antonio Brown and Martavis Bryant. I mean, <clears throat> everyone's going to be on that. But, 
I don't, I don't know if anyone's going to be on the uh, Baltimore guys. We mocked the uh, Brad, Brad and Brandon early pick of Martavis Bryant in League of Leagues, so naturally he's going to knock us out the uh, the championship game. Well, it was ridiculous because he would have been around 10 rounds later. <laughs> That's the right. other thing. Those guys were there in the finals, you know, so they deserve credit, but they're not a serious contender in the, in the whole thing because they were terrible in baseball. And How's their basketball team doing? I don't think it's great. Yeah, they're in trouble. All right, uh, everyone's rooting for them, by the way, because they know that we're a contender. Right. All right, let's do this Giants game. Giants are getting six at this point uh, in Minnesota. If Beckham doesn't play, I mean, the Giants could, you never know, Jennings could go off, Eli could get in a rhythm, and their D is terrible, but it, you know, they have some upside on their D, even though they're pretty bad. I have a Giants feeling, actually, but my brain says Minnesota is just going to smoke them. Interesting. I've been fading Minnesota for for most of the year, and I really like the Giants when they're when they're underdogs. Uh, I'm I will take the points here, and I do not expect Beckham to play. I would be very surprised if they overturned that suspension. But we talked enough about that situation. Um, I'm, I'm taking the dog here again. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, you know, I take the Giants every week because I'm such a homer, and it's not really <laughs> been good. I mean, it worked last week. I mean, they were down thirty-five-seven, and it still worked. I just it's just without Beckham, it's like what do they have? I mean they've been running it a little bit better the last two weeks and Minnesota is vulnerable and their and their D has some injuries and they haven't been as good against the run. And Jennings is good. I don't know why they messed around with all these scrubs. I mean Rashad Jennings is actually when he's healthy, which is rarely, he's good. But man, I just you know, they, they better really protect Eli because those guys don't get open. I mean, they've got Dwayne Harris, Hakeem Nix, and Ruben Randall. That's just sad. Yeah, that's pretty ugly. Don't forget about Will Ty. Yeah, Will Ty's good, but I mean, you know, he's just some scrub tight end that catches. Oh, banged up Adrian Peterson as well, and they don't really pass the ball. I don't. I mean, are they a team that's going to you know run away with it? Well, well, first of all, Peterson can go for two hundred and four touchdowns, and second of all, against the Giants' defense, and second of all, Bridgewater. Have you seen what he's done the last two games? Yeah, it's crazy too. Didn't he only have like twenty attempts last week or something, and, and he, with a bunch of touchdowns? Yeah, but not only that, but he's he had like thirteen yards per attempt a couple weeks ago against Arizona. Yeah, 11 yards per attempt or something last week. He's been playing really well. He has. Yeah, I'll probably take the Giants, but it, my brain says Minnesota is just going to smoke them. So you think it's a huge difference? We're definitely looking at the waiver wire saying as far as fantasy QBs. If there's no if there's no Beckham, you think Eli's definitely a significant downgrade. Yeah, I mean, look, Minnesota has been a good defensive team this year, right? Like they're not a team that people are lighting up. So how many? It, even with Beckham and the Giants maybe score 20, 24 with Beckham. Without, maybe they score 17, 20. You know, let's look what their over-under is right now. I mean, their over-under right now, this, the over-under this is 45 and a half. They're six-point dogs. So it's like, what, like 25 to 19-ish, 25 to something like that, right? 26 to 19, 25 and a half to 19 and a half, something like that, right? Yeah. So they're about over-under is 20 right now. I mean, maybe that's not that bad, but it seems that sounds a little high to me without Beckham in Minnesota against a pretty good defense. That, yeah, that is high. You know, I thought last week was a little high between them and Carolina as well when it was 49 or whatever, but they, yeah. they, they, they kind of annihilated that. No, I, I like them to score against Carolina with Beckham. I mean, it's, you know, that's the whole difference. I mean, it's, they don't, it's, it's like the Patriots without Gronk, you know, but not even, but it's, it's that level of, I mean, the, he's just so by far their dominant player. Anyway, I, I I may take the Giants, but my, my brain says Minnesota. It's just that Minnesota doesn't blow teams out that much. Exactly. They do if it gets, like, defensive touchdowns or gets away. But if it's just – they're not they're not a team that's, like, built to light people up. 
Okay, finally, we got Cincinnati uh, plus three and a half at Denver. It's funny because I asked Jeff, who's a Bengals fan, what he thought the line would be, and he said six. And I said four. And it was actually less than both of us said. But he he really, you know, the A.J. McCarron Bengals not getting, you know, I mean, if Dalton were playing, I mean, what would this be, a pick em? I mean, what would be the line? Yeah. Yes, I would be a pick em. It would be my guess. And A.J. Green even left last game, hurt as well. But I, I still am kind of leaning toward the Bengals because Denver's quarterback situation is is really bad. Maybe they just win pure defensively and they step back up after after last week. But getting more than the three points, definitely not one of my favorite games to bet on of the week. Um, but um, I was kind of leaning towards Cincinnati. I think they could have a, a pretty nice defensive game. Yeah, they could. I mean, Osweiler looked good against Pittsburgh, but that's, you know, again, we, as we talked about, that's not a big deal. I well, he that, did the second half, right? I mean, it no, was he like, didn't in the second half, but he did. You know, his numbers were good. Uh, actually, they weren't great; they were just okay. Uh, I don't know. I I probably would take the points with Cincinnati because Denver. You know, it's kind of like they're kind of the same team, right? Is Denver's? I mean, Denver's D is better than Cincinnati's, but not that much better. And then offensively, with McCarron, they're probably pretty close, also, right? That's my thought. That, that was what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, Denver's D. It's weird. Like they're, they're supposedly the best D in the NFL. But you don't get that feeling like when you go to Denver that you used to when teams would go to Seattle or in the Ravens' heyday, like going to Baltimore. It's not that kind of D that just kills you. Yeah, I mean, A.J. McCarron may, may make us look silly here, but but I agree. Yeah, all right. I think I'll take Cincinnati, too. I think it's going to be because they're also playing for that second seed, which is so big. So I, I and, and Gary Kubiak is just such a, like, cowardly coach. I think it's going to be a slug. Cincinnati's going to want to slug it out because they don't want to throw on Denver's D with McCarron. And Denver's going to oblige them. It's mathematically possible. It's like not even that crazy. I don't think that Denver. Um, it's pretty crazy, but I think it's like twenty percent chance or something that Denver's the seven seed after this week. Really? They didn't. Really? After this week? Yeah. Because they're what are they ten and four? So if they lose, they'd be ten and five. And yeah. then if, if the Jets, the Chiefs, and the Steelers all win, they'd be yep. ten and five, and, and pass them. Chiefs would be in first place. Yeah. How crazy is that? That'd be awesome. I don't want to see Denver in the playoffs. <laughs> I don't really either. It's like, there's just no upside, and watch them win the Super Bowl. Now that I say this, but I just there's nothing there's nothing interesting about that team. It's a, it's a bore. They've become a boring team. Very boring. I mean, the quarterbacks is just. I mean, it's too bad Peyton Manning. I, I'm really curious how close to health he is, and what what decision they would make. You know, if Osweiler craps the bed again this week, I'm curious what would happen there. The thing is, Osweiler, as bad as he's been, is so much better than Peyton. But. Because Osweiler has no upside, they may as well just gamble at this point. Right, right. Which is a crazy thing to say. You're like, you're like, take, you're like making your team worse. But it's it's just like you need, but you need that like five percent chance that Peyton is is himself all of a sudden. Definitely. All right. So I guess we're done. Um, so give we me could run some super contests. I mean, at any picks, would you like the best? Might as well. I mean, we've gone this far. Right. I mean, we're gonna. Enter this. We're not going to like not submit picks. I mean, well, of course. it's a waste of time. If we're mathematically eliminated, we're like sending your buddy over there for no reason. But no, he's in his own too. Oh, so okay. don't worry about it. He's all right. So I'm not worried about him. But I'm just saying. <laughs> of course you aren't. Uh, no, I don't care about his. Pro- I don't even know who it is. Um, so I like the Patriots. All right, I'll do the Patriots. Um, you like you seem to like Detroit, and I would go along with that. Yeah. I mean, I hate Jacksonville, but. If Breeze is iffy, I mean, I guess we'll know later in the week, but if this line is set, is, are the contest line set already? No, 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 Wednesday afternoon. I'll let you know if anything drastic. I mean, change. if this thing is set and Breeze is uncertain, you just got to take Jacksonville out of print. I mean, you, you have to, right? I mean, if it's yeah. – this line is going to be like – what is this line going to be if it's confirmed that Breeze were out? 
If Breeze were out, this line would be, wow. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I was going to say Jacksonville by two is what I was going to say. Oh, I was Jacksonville gonna say Jacksonville. will be favorite, do you think? But, yeah, anywhere, anywhere around to pick them from right, one point. It would point be around to pick them. Yeah. That's what I mean. With three and a half, I think you have to take Jacksonville so long as it's uncertain because it's just too much value. Yeah, and even with Breeze, it wouldn't be a surprise at all if Jacksonville won outright, let alone just lost by three, you know? I mean. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could take Houston. I mean, Houston's obvious, but. No, I, that's what I marked down, Houston also. Okay, and then how many is that? Three or four? That's four. Four. One more. So I'll tell you the ones that I would consider. Um, you don't like St. Louis, but I would take them. I would also take uh, – I mean, Atlanta I don't really like. I'm taking them, but I don't know if I would want to make that one of my five picks. That is kind of a, an interesting contrarian one, I must say. I mean, if you really want it, I'll do it. Um, but it's it's just – I, don't, I mean, whatever. It's, they're all 50-50. The idea that, like, one is safer than another is ridiculous. Yeah. I would, I would which, also take Baltimore, too. Which well, I want to root, root for the Steelers. Which one do you – you can talk me into to yeah, I, mean, I don't really care anymore because there's no money on the line. Like, if you were like, I want to root for the Steelers, I'd be like, dude, we're not – that's not a reason to do it. But now, actually, it is a reason. Right, right. So, so I'll, go, I'll go, ahead and take, uh, go ahead and take Atlanta if you want to root for the Steelers. Okay, let's go with Atlanta. That's so ugly. Yeah, I mean – it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But you know, the funny thing is, they're all fifty-fifty. There's no ugly. There's there's no ugly and no pretty. The spread right. is just what it is. So, it just seems that way. All right, man. Let's. See. All right. Sorry about my bad connection. Good no, time. it's fine. It's fine. The, good. Good the, luck in Stopa and obviously League of Leagues. Yeah, next week, man. Well, the the verdict will be in. Yeah, for sure. All right, take it easy, man. All right, later, let's. later, Dom. They're going to kill the love of my life if I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous. Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13.